Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 208 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be going over some of the most popular questions on my Ask Me Anythings, which I do on Instagram on my stories at A Sober Girl's Guide every Monday and Friday. Now, it is hard to answer your questions in a little box, right? It it always gets misconstrued. Maybe the message gets mumbled. So I wanted to take this time to really sit down and articulate some of the most asked questions. So let's start off First of all, I want to start off by saying thank you for being here. I want to thank you and I want you to thank yourself for being here. No matter what stage you are at your booze-free journey, if you are just starting out, if you are maybe had a sip up and you're getting back into the swing of things, I want you to sit I want you to thank yourself for starting over again, for being here, for being present, for trying to being willing. That is the key to any change. One must be willing. We don't have to have it all figured out. We don't have to have all the answers or else, you know, we would have done it already, right? Duh. But You need a sense of willingness to make changes, to commit to something, to change your perspective, to change your life, to change your relationship with alcohol. So I want to take a second and I want to thank you and I would love for you to thank yourself for taking this time and giving yourself this space, you know, maybe taking a break in your day to have a little you time, to study, to listen about things that you are interested in and you might not know quite why or how or where 
or what to do with it or where we're even going with it. And that's kind of part of the, the battle. It's part of the fun, part of the excitement, also part terrifying. I know where you are. I know where you've been. I've been there as well. So, you know, a lot, a lot of things on our Instagram, uh, we post a lot of like success. When I was starting out getting sober, I needed to see someone, someone's life, what it looked like almost in, in fast forward, right? You know, it's, it's nice to talk about it. It's nice to, you know, talk about what we've done in our past. I would love to see, you know, inspiration. I really thrive off motivation. It helps me to then envision myself going through and doing these things and accomplishing these things as well. So we do post a lot of inspirational material on our Instagram. That being said, I know this is a tough journey. Change is hard. I know this. And sometimes we don't maybe showcase that as often or talk about it as often. But I want you to know that no matter where you are in your booze-free journey, or maybe it's not even booze-free, maybe you're just like, shit, I need to figure something else. And you don't know where you want to go. You don't know really what to do. I want you to celebrate yourself. And I want you to congratulate yourself for even like I said, being willing to explore these possibilities. I say this all the time. We're not here to convert anybody. You know, we're not against booze. Booze is in the enemy. We are here to talk about a different possibility. What life looks like without a drink. What life looks like without alcohol. And how that translates. How that can really help and improve your life. And this is, you know, from my perspective and many other thousands of other women as well. Again, not here to convert, not here to bash on people who do drink or, you know, bash on even alcohol itself. We're just here to talk and have an open conversation and talk about the possibilities. You know, for so long, I think we've all been fed this story that like alcohol is the end all be all, right? Alcohol is the only coping mechanism to deal with your anxiety, to be social, to have that social lubricant of the, as I call it, you know, to really do anything worthwhile. Anything that's fun is going to involve alcohol. If you were an adult, you are followed up with a bottle of booze. And we're here to expand that. We're here to talk about the possibilities of what life looks like without it. You know, it's not the end all be all. Uh, Spoiler alert, it kind of for a lot of us sucks the sucks the happiness out of lives. And we're here to talk about it. You know, it's not good. It's not bad. It's not wrong. It's not right just is. That being said, let's talk about sip-ups or slip-ups or, you know, um, I'm not a huge fan of, um, what's the term? I've like erased it from my memory. Um, Relapsing. But if that's how you relate, if that's what sounds right to you, cool. Um, I like to use the term sip-up. So, 
Maybe you've had a little bit of time uh, not drinking and something triggers you and you reach for that drink. I guess one of the, the more popular questions is like if you are counting days, do you then go back to zero? So yes, it's a short answer, right? If you're counting days that you have not had alcohol, then having alcohol means, yeah, you stop counting those days and you essentially start again. However, you are not starting off at ground zero. This is all, all of our experiences, all of our interactions in life. It's like a big experience. It is a big chance for you to take in knowledge. And if you can stay in that place of curiosity, I know it is really friggin' hard, trust me, uh, because we have feelings and we take things personal and we don't want our feelings to get hurt. Our name of the game is to protect our feelings at all cost. Trust me, I know. However, I also know that if you can stay in a sense of curiosity, in a sense of wonder, and take in all these experiences. This, is, this doesn't just have to pertain to like drinking and not drinking, but if you can kind of move through life, taking every interaction as data. And what I mean by that is, you know, some things may go in your favor, some things may not, but if you can kind of sit back and reflect, and this is also tapping into that self-awareness of what works, what doesn't work, what you've learned, how to pivot, how to adjust, that is like the ultimate power position. You want to talk about big dick energy? Girl. That is the move. If you can be in that place of just pure wonder and taking everything in stride, and I know, like I said, it's really hard because we take things personally, right? We want to control things. We want shit to work out for us. We want things to go in our favor. We're going to control and manipulate things so that happens. But if you can kind of take a bird's eye view and let's take a sip up for example if we can sit back and we can evaluate what happened in this situation and when i say what happened this might we might have to go back a couple days a couple weeks because for a lot of us this isn't really like just an an isolated incident. This may be something that has been building up over time. Stress is a funny thing. We can take and take and take and take and then something that seems relatively small or insignificant will just be that straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. But if you go back and trace, you can be like, oh, actually, I was feeling like really stressed and put out maybe two weeks ago when some like maybe my husband didn't pick up the kids or I had to do something you know that was inconvenient it's these little microaggressions of stressors that tend to snowball 
and keep building up. So, and then we get that like, I don't know, a social setting for a lot of people that sends people right over the edge or just one too many stressors that accumulate that just have us fold in our cards, that just have us exhausted, for lack of better words. We're sick of fighting. We're sick of dodging bullets. And it feels like the weight of the world is on our shoulders. So first of all, if we can kind of backtrack and really look at the situation for what it is and really take in kind of an inventory of where our stresses are really building up and really accumulating. We all have stress. We do. It's 2023. We have stress. The name of the game is to, I guess not, I don't like managing, but like almost kind of picking and choosing. Like what, what can I afford to get upset about? When can I afford to get upset about it? And how can I go about it? You know, we have to release this. We have to, we have to kind of take the, the lid off the pressure cooker here or else shit just falls apart and we're just like, we're left in the ruins. And it's so deflating. Just that it turns into a, like a cycle, right? It turns into that self-fulfilling prophecy almost. Like, oh, you know, I can get up to two weeks or I can get up to a month and then something happens and I just you know, I just, it, it just never works out for me. So (laughs) that story is so, so common and it's so natural because essentially we are fighting these little micro battles against stress. So first of all, let's take inventory. Where, where are we feeling the stress? Second of all, What can we do to alleviate the stress? And to be honest, even just recognizing that something is a stressor for you is really freeing and and releasing in itself. Like even just acknowledging like, oh my God, like doing laundry stresses me out. I hate it. Instead of like, (laughs) instead of faking it, and being like, oh yeah, I have to do laundry. It's fine. I'm gonna like it, it's just it's my me time. It's what I do when the kids go to sleep. How familiar does that sound? That's that's like really shitty me time. That's not what I want to be doing during my me time. I don't know about you, but just acknowledging what these stressors are, and then after that, is there a way that we can take action? Can someone? Um, can someone maybe help us out with this stressor? You know, could talking to a friend, could asking our partner, could, you know, if you have kids, are they of age where you can put them to work, right? Um, Is there ways to alleviate these stresses? Or is there a mind shift that we can take to wrap our head around, okay, this is something that needs to be done, Once this is done, I'm going to feel so much better because this is what I get from doing this, right? Instead of, I just have to do this. Oh my God, no one else is going to do it. I have to do it. Oh, this is so annoying. Oh, I just wish I wasn't having to do this. 
I get to do this because this is what happens when I do this and this is how I feel when everything is done. I feel great and accomplished. You see my point, right? How can we change our narrative around that? Because these things, I mean, I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. Sometimes we just have to do shit that we don't want to do. <laughs> that, uh, I guess, is par for the course when you're an adult. But we can also frame it in different ways. So let so kind of evaluate where these stressors are coming from. How can we uh, acknowledge them? Is there anything we can do to change them? How can we take action on them? And then after that, what did we learn from this sip up? What did we learn? Is there something that we need to change? Is there something that we need to do differently? Do we need to add or subtract something out of the equation? How can we be more prepared next time? And while all this is going on, I know it's, again, easier said than done, but this is really, really mandatory and something that I know we all need to work on, myself included. While you're kind of going through this and taking this inventory of what's going on in the certain situation. Be friggin' nice to yourself. You are not going to hate yourself into changing. You are not going to scare yourself. You're not going to use fear tactics into change. Because you know what? Down, that might work for a couple months, maybe a couple years, but down the road, you're going to begin to resent it and you're going to want to rebel against it. And then we're back at square friggin' one. Who wants to do that? Not I. Hating yourself, having these negative self-talk uh, into change doesn't work. Doesn't work. I've tried it. And it is not enjoyable. It is not something I enjoy doing it. And it's just, it's not a good idea. But I know you're like, okay, like I'm going to talk nicely to myself and like everything's going to be fine. No, I'm not saying that either. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it makes the process, it makes learning because that is what essentially you are doing. You're learning. This is a new venture for you. This is an experiment. You don't know how this turns out, which is beautiful and slash terrifying, but you are the student in this situation. So why are you treating yourself like you're the teacher? You're not. All that pressure 
It's just going to make you more stressed and more frustrated. And it's not, this isn't going to be an enjoyable journey, which it can be if we are in the mindset of being open and willing and just a student, right? If we can look at this objectively, this isn't, a, this isn't personal. Your sip up is not personal. And I know it feels that way because it's you. You live with your mind 24-7. You cannot get away with it. You know what she's up to. You know damn well what's going on. And partially, why the shame and regret comes into play is because you know damn well what you are capable of. I know what you're capable of. You're capable of really, really great things. You are capable of change. But sometimes things get hard. And it's easy, easier to just slip back into old habits or old faithful or something that feels comfortable, familiar, even though it's not what you want to be doing. It's not good for you. It's like putting on an old sweater. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G. Or like, in my case, an old hoodie. It just feels good it's maybe like a little bit stretched out in all the right places but it's not cute (laughs) it's not something you feel like powerful and sexy in and confident in so please try and be nice to yourself and again when I say being nice to yourself I'm not saying like letting yourself get away with it but We don't need to punish and talk shit to ourselves. We do that enough. You know, I like to think of it as how would, if someone, if your best friend came to you, okay, this is the situation. If your best friend came to you and said, hey Jess, I just had a sip up and I'm feeling pretty shitty about it. I don't know what to do. I need some advice. I need you to listen. Would you 
be like, oh my God, you're such a loser. I knew this would happen. Oh my God, I this happens all the time. This is so you. I knew this was going to happen. See, you can't do anything. You can't stick to any changes or any goals that you keep. Oh my God. Like I can just see your friend's face just oh, falling apart. You would never speak to anyone, especially your best friend like that. Never. So you don't, and why? Why don't you speak to her? Because you know that would not be doing her any service whatsoever. Like, that's going to be so discouraging. And not to me, not to, not to mention just plain mean. Like, that is mean girl shit. So why do you do it to yourself? Why do you talk to yourself like that? I think we need to stop mean girling ourselves. Because I'm telling you right now, it does not work. So to recap, what happens when we have a sip up? Be a student, girl. Figure out what's going on. What can we change? What are the stressors? Be nice to yourself. You are learning. You don't know everything and you definitely will not have everything figured out and fixed by today or tomorrow. It takes time. Give yourself that time. Stop pressuring yourself. We don't need it. Pressuring yourself is not going to hustle things along. You're not just going to magically fix everything. It's not how it works. But if you're open, you're willing, you're here, you're listening to this podcast, that is a step forward. Now, taking those little steps every day, you're going forward. And that's a heck of a lot better than going backwards all the time. And that's what you're going to do if you continue to speak negatively about yourself. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about feelings in sobriety. Yes. (laughs) Taking alcohol out of the, the equation opens the floodgates to feelings and emotions. And it is totally fine. It is natural. It is normal, whatever you want to call it. This, you have taken the band-aid off, girl. Get ready to feel. You are a raw little baby. And that is a beautiful thing. There's going to be a lot of tears. You're going to be crying. You're going to like cry at like the tiniest little thing. You, you think those SPCA commercials were bad like when you were drinking? Sarah McLaughlin and the animals? <laughs> oh, even the thought of the commercials will send you into um, a tailspin. And this is totally normal. This is fine. It is not going to last forever. I promise you that. And even if it does, it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to feel things. I think we spend so much of our time and our days consumed with basically invalidating ourselves 
and validating our feelings and validating our actions, you know, telling ourselves what we should be doing or should be feeling or we should be over something or we should just let it go. But maybe we can't, like, we can't, we're human. We need to feel things a little bit more. And again, pressuring yourself and having these negative thoughts and this negative inner chatter is not going to push things along any faster. You're just suppressing emotions. And that's like one of the beautiful things about being sober or taking alcohol out of your life. Like you don't have to suppress your emotions anymore. This is the time where you get to accept yourself and really learn about yourself and who you are and what you stand for and what you feel. This is really awesome. This should be celebrated. Your emotions, your feelings should be celebrated. Um, you will, trust you will even out, you know, as, as time goes by um, and you begin to learn emotional, uh, you get to learn to regulate your emotions, um, which is also a really beautiful thing because sometimes we don't need to pop off at like people who don't deserve it, right? Like anger, sadness, loneliness, you know, we also don't need to like put that onto other people, but we get to learn how to deal with it in a productive way, which is also such a benefit and such a reward for doing the work when you are sober. It's so fun to learn about yourself. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. So feelings of loneliness. I know there's also the issue with confidence I think we all are kind of like regardless of our relationship with alcohol we all kind of lack a little bit of confidence we all have a bit of anxiety we all are insecure about some things in our life or about ourselves I think that's really 
like endearing and really nice. You know, it's, it makes you, you. Um, that being said, how do we build confidence? I think we build confidence by making ourselves proud, you know, by trying our best, whatever our best looks like at that particular moment. You know, my best today could definitely look different tomorrow or a month from now. But knowing that like, okay, I, I, I did what I could do or I tried my best. When you, put, when you lay your head down at night, that's all you can do, you know? That's all you can ask of yourself. And I know as a lot of people are perfectionists or, you know, call themselves type A or whatever you identify as, your best is never good enough. And I think that's something that definitely needs to be addressed. And why? Maybe that stems from... So, I mean, not maybe, but it definitely stems from childhood and from where you got that idea that you are not good enough. Who told you that you are not good enough? And who are you comparing yourself to that makes you feel not good enough? So think about those questions. You know, who, who are you comparing yourself to? Who's told you that you are not good enough? Or what maybe uh, messages have you got along the way that you're not good enough? I want to also address the feelings, the two, that two feelings can exist. So what I mean by this is, yes, we're proud, we're happy to be sober, we're getting all these like, you know, positive things in our lives going, but we also have a sense of loss and that we, you know, you're, you miss it. You miss certain situations. You miss certain experiences. And that is so important to acknowledge that this is not a black and white, right or wrong, good or bad situation. It is totally natural and normal to miss something but not want it back. Like that old ex who... You know, you had some really great times when it was great, but when it was bad, oh, it was really, really bad. And there's a reason why you're not together, but you still miss them. You can still reminisce and hold those experiences and those situations in your heart with love. It doesn't mean that you're, you're going to go back to them or you're going to do that again, but maybe those situations will reappear and be even better than you remember. Or, but it is perfectly natural to have two contrasting feelings, you know, like love, hate for something in the same, about the same topic, right? It, it is not a black and white situation. There are so many different levels and gradients of gray in between and it's completely natural to not want to drink or know and recognize that alcohol is doing a disservice it is not getting you where you want to be it is not helping you become the woman that you know 
you are deep down inside. But at the same time, it's perfectly natural to miss and, you know, release those situations and acknowledge that they did bring you joy at one time, that those choices that you made and those decisions that you made around alcohol and your relationship to alcohol helped you at one time, right? I think there comes a point where alcohol works until it doesn't or until it just doesn't, it just isn't hitting the spot anymore. And that can be for a, a tons of things. Alcohol can fit into so many equations, so many needs and wants that we have, you know, our need to be social, our need to be excited, outgoing, um, energetic, to wind down, to relax, to uh, give ourselves something to celebrate, give ourselves a treat, you know, something to do when you're bored, I mean, alcohol fits in so many categories, and these are categories that are needs and wants. These are really, these aren't just things. These are like heavy hitting um, subjects that make up our lives. And so it's really important to also recognize that, you know, alcohol isn't a black and white thing, it is emotionally charged. You have an emotional connection with alcohol because at some point or another, it has been meeting, it has been filling in these needs and wants. It's been working, right? And so it feels really scary to break away from something that has been working, that is familiar, that is comfortable, and look for something new without knowing what that is, what that's going to feel like, or what that's going to look like. It is an emotional game because I could sit here all day long rambling off numbers to you and statistics of how bad alcohol is for you, what it does to your heart, to your liver, to your brain, to your hormones, you know, all these logical facts to explain why you shouldn't be drinking. And that's nice, but unfortunately, those numbers go in one ear and out the other. And if it was that easy to just be like, oh my gosh, yeah, logically, I I shouldn't be drinking. Great, I'm going to stop drinking. You're forgetting the emotions. You're forgetting the emotional side to this. And the emotional side is much, much louder and much stronger than any numbers. And that's true in anything. It's, you know, we are very emotionally charged creatures. We just are. Because it feels good. You know, when it feels good, it feels good. And we want to feel good all the time. Life comes with ebbs and flows. And there's choices. And there's repercussions to those choices and consequences which you know logically, right? We're not even going to go into that. But it is completely natural to go through a gray period. It is not all black and white. Life is many shades of gray for a lot of us. And that's completely natural. 
Now I'm going to wrap up this episode with the last and final question that I get about vacations and sobriety and how to travel and how to enjoy yourself sober. Because maybe in the past, for a lot of us, we've gone on some pretty boozy vacays. And it's safe to say that we probably need vacations after our vacations because we hit it so hard. Am I right? Or we equate fun to drinking and vacations are supposed to be fun. And so that equation just naturally involves alcohol because we're also adults and that's what adults do, right? Well, we're not drinking. We're going on vacation. Let's lay this out on the line. We're spending our hard-earned money. We are taking time out of our schedule to go and rest and relax and enjoy maybe a foreign place that maybe we haven't been to before or maybe a place that we are going back to because it's like a tradition and it's exciting and it's nice weather or cool scenery, but there's something different. There is something to see that is different than your hometown or where you currently live. Right off the bat, that's exciting. That doesn't even involve alcohol. You're making a change. You're changing locations. That's really freaking cool. And now what are we going to do when we get there? How are we going to relax? Well, I want you to think about how you want to feel on this vacation, how you want to show up on this vacation. Do you want to go sightsee? Are there things that you want to see on this specific trip? Are there, you know, things that you have on a a bucket list that you really want to check off? How are you going to make memories? How do you want to experience being in this new, beautiful place full of wonderment, full of like just change and excitement and possibility, essentially. How do you want to experience that vacation? And are you going with friends? Are you going with family? Are you going with a partner? How do you want to show up? And then how do you want to remember this vacation? How do you want to look back and think about this trip? Do you want to go home feeling rest, relaxed, restored, which is essentially the purpose of a vacation because you've enjoyed yourself. You've taken some R&R, you've maybe laid by the pool or laid on the beach. How amazing does that sound? How do you want to look back on this experience? And most of the time, it doesn't involve blacking out or getting super wasted and dancing on the tables and kissing some random stranger because you've had too many tequila shots and now you and your partner are maybe heading for Splitsville. I don't think for most of us, that's not our intention of going on vacation. I really want you to think about how you want to remember this, how you want to show up and how you want to feel and make some amazing memories because there's so many opportunities and possibilities in this world and even more so when you aren't drinking. It really is like the the secret sauce, you know, the hidden key to opening up 
all that life has to offer for you. Once again, I really want to thank you for being here, for listening to maybe stepping out of your comfort zone, stepping out of the box, learning something new and having that willingness to change and open and broaden your horizons. That's what this is all about. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your feedback about the podcast. We love your comments. And sharing is caring. If you feel this episode has helped you, why not share it with a friend? Hit the share button and share some love today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girls Guide and head to asobergirlsguide.com. We have everything you need at any stage of your booze-free journey. From our amazing Sober Girl Social Club with daily support circles to help you meet new sober girls and just figure out where you are, where you stand in your relationship with alcohol. This is not just for women who identify as sober. Like I said, this is a spectrum. We are all students. We're all learning. Come and learn with some really badass, like-minded women. Head to A Sober Girl's Guide today. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.